You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. You're listening to The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. Welcome, I'm Mo Brady. Understudies are required to replicate another actor's performance, knowing exactly where they move and how they move there. They must have the bravado to lead a show, but also the humbleness to know they are merely standing in for another artist. They're asked to jump onto the moving train that is a Broadway musical and make sure it doesn't come to a screeching halt. Or that a wheelchair carrying Nessa Rose falls into the orchestra pit. What can make this challenge all the more daunting is when you're joining a long-running show as an understudy, as was the case with today's guest, Jeff Heimbrock. For more than two years, he's performed in the show's ensemble while covering the role of Bach. I was curious about the challenges of bringing yourself to a character that has almost 16 years of history baked into its movements, vocals, and inflections, especially one that he only goes on for sporadically. Here's our conversation. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi. Hi. Will you introduce yourself and tell us what neighborhood of New York City you live in? Oh, wow. Uh, I am Jeff Heimbrock. I live in Washington Heights right now. <laughs> and what's your job? I am in the ensemble of Wicked on Broadway, and I understudy Bach, and I get to do that a couple times a year. A couple fun. times a year? Yeah, more or less. It depends. Okay. All right. We'll come to that later. Yeah. When you started with Wicked, how long ago was that? That was almost two and a half years ago. And how much of your audition process was for the Bach understudy versus your ensemble track that you normally do? It was pretty much all Bach. Okay. And then they had us do one little ensemble vocal thing to make sure that you could sing. Because it's also a tenor one, which is very challenging. Stephen um, Aremus, Stephen man. Stephen Aremus, yes. My <laughs> second time. <laughs> okay, so how many auditions was it? I when... read once and then I danced. And that was it. Well, good for you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but they film you and, you know, so they can review the tapes. And, and I had been in for it before, a couple months before. Just when you joined the company... Pretty- so quickly. How soon into the process were you learning your understudy responsibilities? It was pretty fast because my ensemble track is very um, minimal stage. 
time. Uh, I have a lot of offstage singing and sort of bit parts and things like that, but it's not a lot of onstage movement, I guess. So I learned the show in about two days. Oh my gosh. And then once I went in to that track, uh, we started doing Bach, which took maybe like a week. And this is... How long are we into Wicked's run? 16 years. 16 last years. October, yeah. And so your track is like, they really do singer and dancer tracks over mm-hmm. there, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is a track that always covers Bach. Yes. Since the very beginning. Okay. Yes. So you started learning Bach like very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And who's teaching you? It's mainly the dance captains. Okay. Are teaching you. Everything. All right. And the stage manager will be there sometimes too so even with parts that aren't dance the dance captains are still teaching it to you yeah is there anyone from the music department there in the room you'll do music rehearsals separately with just you and probably the associate and just kind of sing through the good thing about Bach is that most of it is on the album so I already kind of you know have been practicing since I was very young (laughs) you had heard it before yeah (laughs) Wicked is an anomaly in the sort of theater real estate space because they have a rehearsal studio, right? Yes. You guys yes. have a rehearsal studio in the building. Yes. Tell us, where it, where is that? It's on the, I want to say fifth floor. I could be making that up. Maybe fourth floor. Okay. It is right above the Dilliman Wizard Bach Nessa dressing rooms. Okay. And it's a beautiful studio. It's perfect for rehearsals. And it's also really nice to have that space to like warm up. And we'll do some sort of like, we have um, individual projects like choreography or film a scene or rehearse something. You can go up there and they'll let you use the space as long as you let somebody know. It's a really great resource. For and us is to have. that where you, the, the dance captains and stage manager were teaching you Bach? Or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So when was the first time you hit the stage? Went on stage and kind of ran through it. And then I did an understudy rehearsal. So you run through the entire show with just a piano, no set, no costumes or anything or lighting or anything, but you get to map out the blocking of the stage on the actual stage, which is so helpful. And all the wheelchair, I got the wheelchairography so I could do that with Nessa cuz that is scary. Oh, that's a yeah, a technical part. I never thought about oh, that. Yeah. Thing. Okay. It's very scary cuz if there's a part where he pushes her all the in when they're dancing together in the party scene, he pushes her all the way down stage and if you <laughs> a little too far she is going right into the orchestra pit so you have to so that's always a little scary when i do it again <laughs> were you rehearsing with other actors then or just yeah. you? okay mm-hmm. and understudies or standbys usually or? the standbys or understudies they kind of switch every other rehearsal they'll call different people okay depending on who's maybe on that week and they don't they try not to put too much workload on one person and how far into that process did you get a put in? It was pretty soon. I mean, I started learning it, and then I think she wanted me to go in as soon as I could. So I had... Um, Who is she? Uh, the stage manager, okay. Mary Beth. Uh, I had a really nice timing of it all because there were personal days that the Bach at the time had put in for. So it all kind of lined up perfectly that I could know when I was going on. It was My first time wasn't going to be some surprise last minute, and that was really, really nice. And weirdly I had already bought tickets for my mom and my niece to see the show because it was during Thanksgiving break for them and so they'd already had house seats just to see me and the the show as I you know do every night and then it just turned out that that was gonna be my first time on as Bach that was so (laughs) exciting and I didn't tell them (laughs) until they got to the theater they sat down in the theater and opened their playbills and my niece was like Mimi Mimi look that is really cool and our book writer was there 
spent <laughs> there that night. That was I didn't know that till afterward. Thank God. But that, she was like, "Great show." I was like, "Well, that was the first time I've ever done it," and I blacked out. But thank you. <laughs> Did you feel like you blacked out in the first? Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of like an old adage that people don't remember their first time doing it because it's so such a weird situation because you're kind of so focused on on where you are and it's just the show is just happening and and it's flying by and then it's over and you somehow survived but i think a lot of people don't say they don't remember is there anything like the wheelchair about the box track that's like deceptively difficult um there's some costume pieces that that i have to wear that are a little just kind of unusual that you have to get used to how do you get used to them if you only do them every so often you don't. You don't. Okay. And yeah. You don't. Every time I go on again, it's kind of, it feels like the first time, which is why a vacation situation or if, if someone's out for a weekend, or, it's so nice to have three or four in a row because then you really feel by the end of that, you kind of, okay, I can, I can actually act now <laughs> instead of, am I in the right spot? Did I remember this prop? Is Nessa in the orchestra pit? <laughs> and to kind of like ground yourself and say, okay, I can actually my mind can relax enough that I can enjoy this process and kind of actually respond to people. So how soon after you joined the show was this Thanksgiving Mm. surprise Winnie Holtzman performance? End of September is when I started and then mid-November. How many times do you think you've gone on? Do you know? I don't know. I want to say 20 something probably. Something. Okay, so it's not that often. No. And the Bach role is not as demanding as some of the other parts in the show. And so that actor is usually never missing unless it's planned. How um, very rare. does your day change if you know you're going on as Bach versus you know you're going on in your regular track? Mm. Do you warm up differently? Do you... I would probably ta- yeah spend a little bit more time warming up than I usually would, even though Bach is a lower singing uh, track than my ensemble track. I'm just so used to singing my regular thing that I it's kind of second nature now, which took a long time to get it to that place, but I'm happy with that it's there now. And Bach is so exposed too. You yeah. know, I have as I have a few solos, singing solos in my ensemble, but not full songs of, you know, passages of songs. That's just him. What's the most amount of notice you might get to go on? Probably like if there's a vacation, I probably won't know exactly what shows I'll be doing, but you'll know couple months in advance usually that that week you will probably be doing it and what's the least the least sounds amount of time like... i've had is probably like two hours for bach when i was in newsies and understudied davy i went on mid-show and i had to go on halfway through the first act talk about that that was really <laughs> scary too another i have this habit of like going on when all these people who made the show are there like harvey firestein was there jack feldman our director was there that night in Boston and our Davy, who had literally never missed. He had missed two shows, which was a personal day. And I did that. And that was like a couple months before this. And then I hadn't done it since I'd only ever done it twice. And we're almost a year into the run. And he got like violently sick halfway through act one. Okay. So the show did stop. Would you, I mean, pause, I wouldn't say stopped. It kind of just like at the top of that next scene, they just kind of made it over the audience announcement, which I never heard since but so they didn't stop the show at all like you just had to get ready i guess it's sort of like a pedestrian look to another pedestrian look yeah and i had enough time like i just didn't do one of my little scenes where i was back 
in the back for Meta's theater or something like okay. that. Okay. I had finished my little cross. I was thinking that might be the only time that yeah. like you would be actually have enough time. And they to... were, you know, you're going on, you're going on. So I'm running and, <laughs> and all these dress, you know, the dressers are running and getting your clothes. And, and then I went out for the world will know scene and as Davey. And that's and then the rest of the show. Happened. But you had already been in the show as yourself, right? Yes. Okay. I started the show as Elmer and did all of the opening number as my track. And then halfway through had to switch. Did, what so did you funny. need in order to go on in that? Did you need like note cards or did you have to look at your iPad or were you just like? I kept note cards for that just because I was so used to doing that as a swing. So I did have some note card things that I looked at briefly some timing things going over my head of like, okay, when he takes that bag and I'm trying to remember all this stuff for props and things. It wasn't even, you know, logistical uh, in terms of lines or singing or anything like that. But the adrenaline in that moment, you just go, you know, you don't have time to second guess or really get in your head like you would if I knew I was going on that morning. Right. So it was just like, okay, this is happening. And (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're kind of, you're not off the hook per se, but everyone is there to kind of support you because you're doing something you don't ever normally do and you're kind of saving the day in a way and it's a lot of pressure. So if you make little mistakes, I think people are very forgiving in that moment situation. I want to ask about making Bach your own because, I mean, you're, what do you say, 16 years into a show. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of history about what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm with a role and then you're also the understudy do you get to make it your own is it really about replicating like what how do you sort of balance your own artistry with the fact that this is a well-trod path Mm. yeah less than copying the person i understudy but there is definitely a um a lot of guiding hands that are trying to preserve the original vision of the show as it was conceived in 2003 or whatever it came out that being said, there there is some leeway with certain things, and there are some certain things that they definitely want a certain way. Like there's a, and some of them just like comedy or there's a joke in Act One where he Nessa asks him, she goes, "What's in the punch?" and and Bach goes, "Lemons and melons and pears," and it's a take on Wizard of Oz, of course. Yeah. And I was like trying to say it, you know, <laughs> in a way that wasn't as like obvious to that joke. And they're like, just, you know, we like the rhythm of that. So it's like things like that where you're like, okay. And of course, like, that's how the joke lands. So they were right and I was wrong. <laughs> um, I find that with long running shows, the the sort of more dangerous impulse is to actively try to make it your, your own. Because hmm. I think that's when people start to do things that aren't necessarily organic or true to them. They just want to make a stamp. I don't necessarily think Bach is a role like that, but I'm thinking like, a role like Hamlet mm-hmm. or um, or certainly Alphaba. You know, there's there's things you want to do to make it your own. That's kind of a signature thing that you do. How else would the children on YouTube exactly. be able to yeah, specify? And it caters to that instead of catering to the piece as a whole, I think. Like Bach is not a role necessarily that it's people a- are like, you have to go see. Yeah, <laughs> Bach is Bach. Um, I don't yeah, want to make way- it sound like structure is a bad thing because I think... It's all in service of maintaining the show. Mm-hmm. This was this was especially important in something like Book of Mormon, where the comedy is very specific. Tone and the style of it is very specific. And so if you come in with your own way of doing it that doesn't vibe with the rest of the show, then the rest of the show is going to fall apart because you're not 
you know, so those kind of parameters are actually, as much as they can feel like personal hindrances, they are actually important for the thing as a, as a whole. But like I said, it's a, it's a hard thing to maintain. So whenever I see a long running show that I'm, that is really, really working on all cylinders, I kind of, you know, it's really impressive. When I joined Wicked, I was kind of blown away by, by what I saw because the ensemble is working their tails off and all the principles were, were so um, alive and really um, exciting. And it's just, it's fun to go back. And Wicked's a great show to do that with because you do get Wicked every time you go but you're going to get Jackie Burns and Amanda Jane Cooper, or you're going to get Katie Rose Clark. And you're going to like, there are certain performances that can really, um, you know, change the experience from night to night, which is fun. Fun is somebody in the company too, yeah. to be able to sort of Both experience. As a longtime fan of the show and as someone who's now been a part of it for so long, um, that fresh energy is so valuable. Special thanks to Jeff Heimbrock for sharing his stories with us this week. The Ensemblist was produced today by me, Mo Brady. The Ensemblist is proud to be a part of Broadway Podcast Network. If you can't get enough of theater conversations directed into your earbuds from us, there are more than 40 other great theater podcasts to listen to. Check us all out at bpn.fm. Also, we've joined the world of Patreon, where you can support the work we do here at The Ensemblist for as little as $5 a month. Learn how at patreon.com slash theensemblist. And if you don't have the cash to donate $5 a month, you can still help us out by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. One more thing, make sure you're following us on Instagram to see the latest posts from our website where we share the stories of talented artists working in theater ensembles. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.